0: Praise God on today. Praise him from all whom blessings flow. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher here coming to you live, trying a little different setup uh to get a little bit more peace and quiet. And uh amen, we thank God on today for his word and for the message that'll be coming from Romans 8 and 4. Let's pray. Father, we thank you all today. We thank you for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. We thank you because your word is declared. Not only is it declared, but it's established upon the earth by men and women. So lead us, guide us, teach us, direct us, and we humble ourselves. We give over our spirit to your spirit. So that we can learn, so that we can grow, so that we can understand, so that we can walk in faith, divine faith, so that we can grab hold of who you are by, not by power, not by might, not by head service, brain service, physical service, but by your spirit. And so we thank you all today and we glorify you that every word be said that be received into good ground and we declare your goodness, your mercy, and your righteousness through your word and through your son, Jesus, on today. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. On today, we just want to share a little bit uh, of the word with you on today. And um, the word is mighty. The word is sharper that any two-edged sword is able to pierce through and to cut through, amen. It's able to get you connected and interconnected to the fundamental spiritual promise of God, not through head service, not through lip service, not through factoids of what men will say. It's not uh, knowing the Joneses. It's not knowing any other. Person, but under the name of Jesus, and and being uh, rendered and surrendered unto that name. And so on today, the task is to share about oneness of glory to God. I kind of changed the title, so I said the oneness of spirit in God's spirit. And so oneness of spirit starts with the individual. It starts with your space in your area. How well you allow God uh, to rule and reign over your life. And it's a submission um, word. And everybody don't understand submission to serve, to render, um, to humble yourself, to be fully used, to be... be. Um, martyred not necessarily from death but but to mortify the, these of the flesh and of the mind and to lay those aside and to say god for you i live for you i die and i render unto you all things and so our scripture context here in eight and four it says that the righteousness of the law be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. And so the righteousness of the law before Christ, there had to be a physical rendering and only the chief priests could do that through the sacrificial uh, rams blood and and other, other sacrifices of little birds and lambs and rams and et cetera. So there were different areas and different sectors of sacrifice and only the priest could do it you couldn't enter into the holies of holies because if you weren't the one you you'd die only the chief priest had that um, privilege and the honor and so even if the chief priest wasn't right amen and he went in with with the sacrifice they would uh be pulling him out because he went in with a rope on and with a bell on him and and so they knew and they would just pull them on out and from that point you would still hold your your sin and and all the all the stuff that was was due unto you uh that was not done right in the sight of god praise the lord we don't have to do that anymore because of the finished work of the cross and by the spirit of god rendering the the promise and and the Son of God rendering the promise that it was finished that the the irreconcilable reconcilable act was done through the body of Christ through his rendering and by the Spirit of God which superseded the act of man through the influence of the devil Satan himself and so now we have the ability to walk by the name of jesus in the oneness of who he is for us and it is is an area of surrender we must surrender our personal will and our personal agenda put it to the side kill it squelch it out render it as, as a burned up amen and that's a spiritual connotation amen and so once we do that we are linked in, amen, so to speak. We are plugged in. So we're no longer operating by the flesh, but we're plugged into the spirit of God. We've laid aside the weights and everything that would so easily entangle us and snare us and beset us. And we go forward uh, toward the prize, toward the mark, toward the pace that God has spoken over us. And once we begin to do that and engage those things, glory to God, we are at peace and and settled. I mean, we are already upon Christ. We have been accepted and our name is written into the Lamb's book of life. But he has called us to do greater works. He has called us to do greater things. Jesus said, these things and more you'll do, he told the disciples. And so because he told them that, and he said, I must go, to prepare a place, and but I won't leave you comfortless. There will be one that will come, that will verify himself and authenticate himself. And when we look at Peter, amen, he's preaching and he's in the book of Acts. God had, uh, through Jesus Christ, had, had redeemed him and physically talked with him about who do men say that I am and amen, he, and he asked him uh, uh, in the ascended form, he said, "Hey, do you love me?" He said, "Well, then, feed my sheep." And so he had to do with Peter a mid-course correction to let him know that I, I knew that you was going to lie on me, and that that the physical aspect of those lies didn't have any connotation on what your heart really meant, and by way of your spirit. And so he went there and he had the conversation with them to feed my sheep and and do you love me and and those things. So, so Jesus saw within Peter a man beyond what Peter could see. And so God, when He looks upon us, right, He He sees things and that He's endowed us with, and He's planted us with. He is the progenitor, the prefect, the pontiff, the main, the one who who declared over us that we would do works and and marvelous works. If we hear and if we obey, and so Peter in the book of Acts, he had an observation. He said, "This gospel that I preach is an observation that when I preach it, the gospel of salvation, the people that hear it, and he could see the Holy Spirit of God immediately fall within them and on them, and they would begin to 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 be Holy Ghost filled right then, and they would authenticate with the speaking of tongues." So that's the individual due process and that is the beginning. And so let's go go and read some more in the scripture text of what the word says and, and what's going on. You cannot, as a Bible believer without the Holy Ghost or without giving up your own personal agenda, serve the body of Christ unless you give up your own personal agenda. I mean, there'll be things you could serve. And he told Abraham, um, if you obey and serve me, I'll make your name great. So you don't have to make yourself a reputation. You don't have to show up bragging and, and all these things. God will make of you the ultimate glory to God, the ultimate example of what he has placed in you, but you have to obey and serve him. You have to, by faith, believe what he has said about you and acknowledge it. You're on the forefront of operational stance upon the earth. You are the tip of the spear, spear, so to speak of. You are the uh, number one operator, the seal team operator upon the earth. And as you link up with the spirit of God, as you link into his promises, like a image through a glass darkly, when you lay down your mindset and you pick up the mindset, of the lineage and of the line of Christ Jesus. Allow this mind or let this mind be in you, which is in Christ Jesus. When you pick that up, there's a new image in the glass darkly. That is the revealed image that God has, has been wanting to show you all along. It is the authentication of the message that he has placed within you, great things. It is the verification that you must go forward Amen. As, as Peter saw Jesus walking on the water, he was able to do it for that instant because he transformed his natural mind into the engagement of the spirit man and accepted that because he saw Christ. And he kept his mind on the prize and on the gateway of who Christ is in his life and so why am i talking about christ so in romans 8 and 1 it tells us it says there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in christ jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit now initially in this message that was going to be my start of scripture amen but i had to go back to the to the law and the reflection of of the flesh but the spirit has completed that which is the law and given us a fuller context and a survivability context that all men that accept christ now have the title deed in the name of jesus of death hell and the grave they have the birthright benefit of all believers in jesus christ And so we are no longer condemned. We are no longer shut out. We are no longer a part of the ashamed, but we have been accepted. (coughs) And so for the law of the spirit of life is in Christ. So in Christ is life in him and by his spirit and by his might. We have total life. We have total total so all things have been nullified all things have been passed away but he is depending on you in the earthly realm you are the tier one operator He has given his logos, and it's up to us by his spirit to interpret and to get in and to make that logos a rhema, an immediate and an active word, amen, and it can only be engaged by the spirit of God, and the word tells us that even the the greatest thoughts of men in the eyes of God is still um, as petty and as small Glory to God, even the lowest form of information from God is still more valuable than silver and gold and rubies or anything that man will have to say. And so because of Christ, amen, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ has made us free from the law of sin and death. In Christ, we're free from the law of sin and death. And we're able to go forward and to cast out the strongholds of the enemy as given uh, the instruction from heaven. We're able to speak literally in the heavenly course of heaven on the earth as we operate in the spirit of God and able to pull down stronghold, and we're able to lay forth and take claim of the dominion and and the authority that has been handed to us because of the lineage of Christ Jesus and it says here for what the law could not do the law do and give us what we have right now matter of fact we were excluded from the law but praise God, we're up under grace right now. <laughs> and we are up under the name and the tutelage and the guidance of Jesus himself. And by the spirit of God, we're able to function in faith as believing God, not seeing it first, but believing it first. That image in the glass darkly that we see with the mind of christ jesus which is provoked and invoked by the spirit of god we're able to see that new man we're able to see and possess the land joshua and caleb believe god he says hey we are well able to go up and take the land." the other spies couldn't see it and and their doubt resonated within the nation of the hebrews in a 24-hour period of time their natural mind subdued the spirit and they were overcome and they couldn't even remember the mightiness of what god has spoken over them about the promises of abraham and taking over the land and so but christ has set us free from the boundaries and from the limits of the law and from the limits of what the fleshly man can do glory to God. And for sin, condemned sin in the flesh, he took on a perfect sacrifice, hallelujah, in Christ Jesus for us in the fleshly perfection of what God had developed within him. He who knew no sin took on sin for you and I. He at the cost, hallelujah, and he knew the total cost at the cost. Hallelujah. And so in 5 of Romans 8, it says, For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are spirit, mind the things of the spirit. You see, you can only unlock heavenly things through spiritual enlightenment glory to god upon the earth he has given us god has given us dominion and authority amen to take possession over the 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 strongholds of the enemy to take possession over and to drive out principalities but it can only be done by the spirit of god so we must become one with the spirit of god and when we become one with the spirit of god we're able to function as in heaven upon the earth and on the earth as in heaven. We are able to proceed with a newness of life. And then as we are operators and operating, which is the power hand and the power seat of God, you see God set into motion the daytime and the nighttime and the movement of the seasons and the rotation of the earth on the axis. But only one way for men and women, to say that I want to be saved and to get salvation is through the teaching, it's through the application and it's through the personal witness of you and I as we accept the spirit of God within us and as we go forward glory to God in meditation and prayer and we get built up in our most holy faith. And we go forward with groanings, mutterings, and utterances that the natural man cannot perceive or understand. He is able, glory to God. And that's one of the things that David understood. Amen. And and, and as you know, David spent so much time with God that he understood transitional uh, movements and dominion and authority of God. That's why he was able to ask uh, the, author, uh, uh, the chief priest uh, for the ephod so he can go and pray and seek the face of God. Amen. And he knew the order of worship and understood about the Lord is my shepherd and, and, and make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us receive rejoice, hallelujah, so he understood that though true worshipers, amen, could only get through to God by the Spirit, and so he unlocked some things even back then, hallelujah, even up under the law, he understood, amen, and so we see here in scripture, it says, for to be carnally minded is death, to be Glory to God. So when we think of the carnal mind, we know that, that, that ultimately one day we'll die. Amen. But through Christ, it's yet a, a the death experience on earth is yet but a transition into eternal life. And as we understand that and receive it in the spirit of God, hallelujah. We know that we have a time upon the earth. And we need that time to get ourselves together and to get organized and get before God and to understand what our truth and purpose is. That's the ultimate. And once we do that, amen. it says here, do minded things of, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit, it says, for to be calmly minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life. peace. So to be spiritually minded, and, and it's not just in prayer, but it's active. And you have to activate the things that God has shown you on the earth. It has to be active to show forth the power and the strength of heaven upon the earth. The only way that it can happen is through men and women that are faithful toward the cause of Christ. that are disciplined that are regimented and that are obedient and so we see here it says because the carnal mind is enmity against god it works against it it'll never your carnal mind will never come into the agreement of who god is and what god is for you because the carnal mind wants uh, to deal with the carnal things of life, and, and it wants to embrace the vices of of whatever, whatever the, the fleshly feel goods are. You know, um, I could name some, but you know, alcoholism, or just to take a drink, smoking, lasciviousness. Glory to God! The power and misuse of of allocation of resource. But God wants us to have a balanced mind from the aspect of the spirit so that we can have life, so that we can have peace, peace of mind, trusting in him, trusting in his word. And seven says in Romans eight, it says here, glory to God, because the carnal mind is enmity against God it's against it amen for if it is not subject to the law of god neither indeed can be it cannot be amen that that box was open with adam and eve glory to god when they discovered and had the understanding of good and evil amen they had the the tree of life which gave them and sustained them but then they had an epiphany moment of, of of not really recall but of, of information acquisition gathering and then they were like and had become as gods right they knew the nature of good and the nature of evil well god wants us to choose good and it tells us in the word here Amen, I don't have that scripture here. I have it on another, but it says, I've set before you this is Old Testament formation. I've set before you the things of the world that are evil, and I've also set before you the things of of heaven which are good. you choose, you make a choice, you make a decision. but now that you have accepted Christ and now that you accepted the Spirit of God over your life, and now that you see, what your true calling, your true gift is and you've laid aside uh, the pursuits of vain things in the earth, God needs you. He needs you to enact your dominion and authority upon the earth that he has granted you. He needs you to go in and to build and help build, amen, the body of Christ, right? You, you, You built up, you've prayed up, and you have all the, the assets and you have all the things um, referencing the spirit of God. And it's like a spiritual storage bank, right? That has to be released, right? Like you told the prophet, Jeremiah, I knew you. I knew you before you was i um, I'm going to paraphrase a little bit of it. I knew you before you was a, a sparkle in your mother's eye. Right? I, I knew you before you were formed in the belly of the womb. Not only did I know you, I sanctified you. Not only did I sanctify you, I anointed you, those two. Not only that, man, but I called you to be a prophet to the nations. I called you to be a teacher or a preacher. I called you to be an usher in the house of God. I called you to go out to the food bank and serve. I called you to go minister into the streets. I called you. Now, he's called you to impact many more souls, many more hearts, and many more realms on the earth so that that realm can be universed into the kingdom of heaven upon the earth. and so here paul is talking and, and i'm gonna leave you with this really quick right paul is talking and he's talking about his motivation after receiving the holy spirit it says therefore the prisoner of the lord beseech ye and this is ephesians 4 1-8 through 8, i beseech you that you are worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called there is a vocation there is a purpose that God has placed within you, and you need to walk worthy of it. You need to fulfill the fullness of it that He has for you, not with carnality, not with hey, you know what? I'm the man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rock it out. But He told, He told Abram, Abraham, man, just do what I say. Do what I tell you, and I will make your name great. And so with all lowliness and meekness and long-suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace and keep the peace with all men, all women. Keep the unity of the word of God. Don't deviate and, and, and come up with all these new things that to, that, to, to, to get the, the money and the and the and, the, and the, what appears to be the power of what men have. Don't do that, it says endeavor, endeavor. There is one body, there's one body, one spirit, amen. One spirit, endeavor to keep the bond of the spirit in the bond of the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Keep the unity come together. Come together. That's why folks, man, they, they're like, hey, man, believers got several different churches. They mean different things and they contradict what the word of God says. And so we come against that. We speak against that right now. There is now, there is one body, one spirit, even as the call is one hope of your calling, one hope of your calling. This one calling that God has for you. And this is in Ephesians four, uh, four and four. We're talking about and five says there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Amen. There's one way. Wide. Well, now what is it? Wide is the way, but straight is the gate. Narrow is the gate. Amen. There's different things you can do, but you does that one. One spot, that one place. Amen. There's one Father. There's one God, Father of all. Amen. Who is above all and through all and in you all. Man, let's come together. Let's unify up under the spirit of God and who he is. Amen. It just keep coming up before me. And I'm telling you, I deal with challenges on a daily basis. With just resetting and and coming into the things that God wants me to do, Amen. And and that example, I can't live my life for my children, Amen. I can't live my life for my wife, Amen. I can only live for Christ, Amen. I, I and, and when I say that, I'm their cover, I'm their protector, I'm their. I, I serve them, I submit and surrender to them under the guidance of who god is now i'm I'm about to say something and i want to make sure it's understood there's this thing going around about happy wife happy life man that's that's such a misunderstood area and so i i want to just deal with that real quick amen all husbands want to make their wives happy but there's exception to your wife. Is she Ruth? Is she Esther? Is she dead? is she is she Jezebel? What is I'm mean, and when I say that, is she Je- Jezebel's daughter? Right? Is she the the uh, daughter that manipulated the man to cut off the king to cut off John the Baptist's head? Right? That was like the daughter. Uh, the wife of uh, the king. She manipulated. The, so, so happy wife, happy life. I mean, God is first, man. God is first. God is first. And that's that's where it needs to be. Right? It's, it's a whole lot of things going on in the earth today. But we have to unify up under the concept that God is first, man, and, and all this other stuff. But anyway, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through you all and in you all. I'm just about done. We, we just want to come into a oneness with our spirit, with the spirit of God. He tells us here, but unto every one of us is given the grace according to measure of the gift of Christ. You've been gifted and there's an area and a measure for you. I don't don't need to go after your measure. You don't need to go after my measure. Everyone has their own measure. Everyone has their own guidance. And I don't have to be worried about competition. Glory to God. Amen. Wherefore, he said, he ascended up on high. He led captivity captive and gave gifts unto man. We are spirit beings in a body and we have a soul that returns to god or if you don't if you don't give jesus as your lord and savior there's a there's another place where you're gonna go so the spirit that man that we have has empowered us to take the command decision over our thoughts over our bodies and over our situations. He has given us the authority to rest, reign, and rule up under the name of Jesus, to command authority in our domicile, command authority in our inner dwelling, command authority in our workspace, command authority against every wild of the enemy and every hidden thing that the enemy will try to come against you with. And he's given us ability to teach and to inspire other men and women. Amen. So that's the word on today. Oneness of spirit in God's spirit. Amen. Let's pray right now um i had some scriptures and it was lit and i had some other names here um but we're just going to praise god right now let us pray man let us pray father we thank you for your word that whoever hears this word will glean from it and at least get an understanding into the comprehension of all the things that you have for us god Hallelujah, those that worship you must worship you in spirit and in truth. And so we wanna worship you in our spirit, man. We want to tap into all that you have for us. So we tell sickness and disease, hallelujah, to behave and and, and be thou cast away into the sea. We say for uh, poorness and poverty, be thou cast away and thrown into the sea. We say that racism and prejudice be thou cast and and thrown into the sea, glory to God. We say that uh, weird forms of lasciviousness and craziness be thou cast and thrown into the sea, amen. Generational curses and lies. We say be thou cast out and thrown into the sea and moved out of the way And anything that's keeping us from the love of God, anything that's keeping us from the true power that God has for us, be thou cast away and thrown into the sea. And so, Father, we thank you right now. We praise your name. We glorify you for your word on today. And we thank you. And actually, the the scripture text, I should have put uh, Romans 8, 1 through 8. Glory to God. But I just put that one as citation. Be blessed on today. Pastor Derek Fletcher coming to you from yes and amen. And and we're praying and and, uh, ready to move back into normal church. And and so we thank and praise God for your time that you've taken to be with us and to hang out with us on today. God bless you. We love you. In the name of Jesus, we pray and thank you. Amen.